Welcome to Ember Weekend. I'm Chase McCarthy. And I'm Jonathan Jackson. And good news, Ember 2.0 beta is out. Ember 2.0! So everybody, everybody upgrade. Did we cue the fake applause, or are we going to hold off on that? This week? Uh, I think we're having like a, a fake like crowd roaring like uh, yeah, yeah. Coliseum. Ooh, that's good. That's really good. Um, yeah, so uh, Ember 2.0 beta was released, uh, and uh, the 1.1.3 release was, was cut as well. So uh, there's a lot of new stuff if you're an Ember user, a lot of things to cover. We're going to try to go through as many of the changes as we can on this episode, and uh, maybe we'll get to some other stuff. Yeah, so, you know, obviously the changes that are you're probably already familiar with, the first one being the new rendering engine, Glimmer. Yeah, Glimmer, Glimmer by default. Yeah, Glimmer by default. I saw a benchmark uh, or a side by side of uh, of that benchmark thing they mentioned in uh, EmberConf, and yeah, it's a it's a notable improvement. Uh, Glimmer is not just about performance; it's also about utilizing some uh, HTML bars features so that they're able to do some cool things with like well, with like the upcoming web components and things. Like they could under under the under the hood, they could swap out using native templates or native Shadow DOM, you know, right from under out, out from beneath us. Like if there's a standard change, Glimmer is the place where they would make the Right, right. Yeah, so there's a new a new helper API. Uh, basically, you know, in the, the release, they were basically saying that the the API for helpers has been kind of muddled over the time because it's one of those things that you can very easily kind of forget about, and then you utilize like you just use them whenever you know a very specific instance comes up, and they haven't really needed to be changed very much. So this is kind of like a a new API to kind of help narrow the focus of what a helper's responsibility is so that's pretty cool and the next thing was the you know we've we've mentioned this one time before where we needed to detect uh when a uh, block was passed into a component um and we were we were mentioned that we were using template we were switching off of whether a template property was available on a component um and we were actually uh informed that there's actually now a has block yeah and uh and a has block param as well so you can detect both that there was a a template block given and that that block uh, has params. So you can do some really interesting things based off of whether or not you want to, you know, yield uh, yield some stuff from the parent component. Or, I don't know. It's, pre- it's pretty neat. It's a really cool idea. Yeah. You know, there's also a lot of changes that were made that are uh, that are only for Ember 2.0 beta. So th- these aren't available Ember, in Ember 1.13. Um, and one of the really interesting ones was the ability to iterate over um, a plain uh, JavaScript object um, and iterate over the key values. Yeah, it's uh, called, I think the helper was each dash in. And, you know, I thought, I, I just assumed that there was a way to do this. When I'm iterating over things in a template, I'll just assume that it's going to be an array. But there's no reason you couldn't be able to iterate over an object. So uh, this is really cool. I, I think this is this is a pretty cool move in the right direction. And you can also uh, you can also use another helper to get a uh, property of an object. So there's a get helper now. Um, so you can just say get foo and then get you know a property off of it like you know bar. Right. And they were saying that the, one of the use cases for this that would be really neat is you can pass uh, to the uh, to the like the key that you're trying to retrieve. You can pass a bound property to that. So you can have maybe a user reference uh, some some object in, in a list. And when they change the, that, then you can go and fetch something from an object. So kind of an interesting way to kind of help uh, organize some, some, th- some, some access to, you know, dictionary-style objects. There were also some deprecations to 1.13. 
most notably uh, views. All views have been deprecated. Yeah, anything, just don't use views. Yeah, everything that has ever has view in the in the name, just just stay away from it. The list of of views that have been deprecated or removed or uh, made, made private um, have been. It's it's a very long list. And right. yeah, in basically in all those instances, you should just use a component. Right. So like uh, internally link view, uh, it goes away. So what your underlying um, thing you were using with the link to was a link view. Uh, and now that's a link component. Right. And there's there's a, a ton of other ones. Uh, there's a select and things like that. Yeah. Obviously, it makes sense that the views would go away because components satisfy that need. But I, I don't know. I, did, I guess I just didn't expect the deprecation. There are also some uh, deprecations that are specific to 2.0.0 beta. So these are basically anything that's controller related is deprecated, you know, along with that needs in controllers is also deprecated. So the the only controllers that aren't deprecated are routable controllers, and that's just because right now routable components haven't landed. Right, yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely interesting. Basically, you know, this one, to sum this one up, just try not to use uh, controllers except for routable controllers. And then there were also a bunch of things removed in 2.0 uh, beta, which is basically anything that was deprecated in 1.13. So all the view stuff, any of the view helpers have moved into components. Also, uh, any re- reference to handlebars has been dropped completely. Um, so there are no longer no, there's no longer an Ember dot handlebars with things tacked onto it like compile. Hmm, that's pretty interesting. Is there is there Ember dot HTML bars then? Yeah, there was already an Ember HTML bars. The only okay. reason why there were things attached to Ember handlebars was just for backwards compatibility. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Also, any variation of the bind adder without a dash with the dash, all those have been removed. Okay, so I know this served bind adder served a purpose, but good riddance, basically. Yeah, yeah basically. I'm pretty psyched to see. Uh, that just all all mention of it be be lost forever. And speaking of uh, good riddance, uh, IE eight is no longer supported. Oh yeah. So <laughs> yeah, um, IE nine plus still supported on Ember two dot X, but IE eight is gone. I wonder. I wonder if they're just uh, not running the test suite against IE eight, um, or if if there are specific things that they know will break IE eight. Like they're actively trying to break it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you don't have to try that hard. <laughs> right. Let's see, and then. Um, uh, along with you know the the release of 1.13 and 2.0.0 beta um, was the you know kind of announcement of what we can expect in 2.1. Yeah, in 2.1 we're gonna see uh, angle bracket components. Uh, this is a uh, pretty cool. I think these uh, are you're able to use some of this stuff right now with feature flags. Like I think you can use angle bracket components with feature flags. But in 2.1 it's gonna become standard. The other, the other notable thing that's going to happen in 2.1 is uh, one-way data flow by default. So if you wanted to do two-way bindings, you'll actually have to prefix your helpers with like MUT for mut- mutable, I think. I'm not entirely certain how they're going to, like what the defaults are going to be yet, but it's going to be pretty interesting. So yeah, so there's a lot of movement going on in Ember right now, and I am super excited to see where this goes. I know this has been a tireless effort on the part of the core team, so kudos to them. This is this is super cool, and we're probably going to see a lot of them at, at Wicked Good, uh, so that's going to be really exciting. Yeah, so cool. Ember. Ember 2. So speaking of it, Wicked Good Ember, uh, it's coming up in just a couple days, or tomorrow for you people listening. Oh yeah, so Wicked Good Ember... Uh, it's going to happen on June 16th. It's a one-day conference. Uh, it's got an awesome lineup. I'm really excited. Yeah, can't wait. There's a, there seems like there's a lot of good talks and everything lined up. So uh, Mike North is going to be speaking. Uh, he's a lead UI engineer for Yahoo, and uh, he's going to be. His talk is called "Compose All the Things." Uh, and uh, and I am really excited about this talk. I saw a a, a talk that he gave um, recently on components, and uh, and I like a lot of the stuff that that he mentioned there. He was talking about 
you know, Shadow DOM and isolating your CSS and actually making components available as uh, like HTML imports uh, and like the future of the web. And I'm really, really excited to see uh, to see this talk. So that's going to be a really cool one. Yeah, and um, along with that, there was actually a couple other speakers at that same. I don't know what I don't know what meetup it was, uh, but it was about it was all about components. Yeah, modern web UI, I think. Yeah, one of them was uh, Jay Phelps, and Jay Phelps mentioned um, at the end of his talk because he wasn't trying to I think plug this at the time um, that he was working on a, a you know a framework called Graffiti, um, which basically is a way to share web components between frameworks like React or Angular or Ember, and he mentioned that he really liked Polymer. But there were a couple of hangups he had um, working at Netflix trying to use Polymer, uh, one being performance. And, and he was saying this wasn't really the point of Polymer. It was more of a, you know, a, a way to get a, kind of ahead of the standard, uh, not really concerned with performance. And um, so he, what he did was he worked on getting HTML bars pulled in with a JavaScript transpiler, which at the time was TypeScript, um, and pulled it into a library to make cross-framework uh, shareable components. And uh, at the time, this library wasn't open source. Um, and he mentioned that he was trying to make it open source, trying to, you know, kind of get it ready for the public eye. Uh, it's still not quite yet, but hopefully um, at, at Wicked Good, he'll announce, uh, you know, opening the source for uh-huh, graffiti. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that may be a little presumptuous, Chase. I am I am always presumptuous. <laughs> Another talk uh, is going to be by Estelle Deblois, um from Dockyard. And it's about building uh, better desktop apps with Ember. And this is also going to be one of those talks that is going to be really interesting to basically... Uh, kind of talk about how to build, like, the, what are the challenges of writing uh, native apps and uh, and how you can kind of utilize the power of Ember to make an app feel like it's a native app. Uh, also, Adolfo Bulas is going to be giving a talk on Ember Watson, and we've mentioned Adolfo's um, project Ember Watson on past episodes. Uh, it's really, really cool. It's basically trying to automate uh, some some refactorings, some automatic refactorings, uh, such as I believe it was originated for use with like upgrading uh, to and the new QUnit syntax automatically, and uh, and then later to remove dot properties uh, and some other things dot on all of the the function prototype uh, mixins, and uh, and this is a really cool uh, program. So I'm I'm interested to see you know what the what the direction for that project is going to be. It's definitely proved useful for me on a number of projects, so very excited to see that talk as well. I'm excited to see all the talks. I should just say that. And uh, the next talk is going to be from uh, John Kleinschmidt um, from Cure, which is a uh, charitable hospital uh, organization for developing uh, countries. And it's all about using Ember offline because some of these hospitals are in remote places where network connection is really spotty. And he's talking about how to, how to work with Ember and how to plan for being offline. Um, you know, we, we saw at the... Uh, Ember Atlanta meetup, uh, Tom Dale and Yehuda were saying that, you know, offline support was one of the kind of prime concerns coming up for, for Ember along with things like Ember data. So I, I, I'm, you know, it's gonna be nice to see some of the offline support coming in. So Nathan Hammond is going to be uh, giving an, a talk uh, called Building for Accessibility. He works at LinkedIn and, uh, and we just had Robert DeLuca uh, on what, two weeks ago. Yep. And, uh, and, you know, learning, learning from him, uh, he's very passionate about accessibility and learning from him. It was kind of interesting to see like how many tools there are to help with accessibility and how JavaScript can work, you know, hand in hand with uh, an accessible website or you can create an accessible website with JavaScript. So just the knowing that those things exist and knowing that, you know, not the majority of developers don't know that they 
exist or don't know the tools or don't know how to make things accessible or don't know the problems that people who are who have uh, difficulty they, they face. I don't know, just making developers more aware of this, I think is a really big and, you know, kind of important task. So I'm excited to see this talk as well. And the next talk is uh, from Stefan Pinner, who now works at Yahoo. And it's uh, called the Observer Tip Jar. Anybody who's uh, seen some of uh, Steph's talks knows he, he really hates observers and, uh, you know, oh, wishes yeah. they never existed. Um, and so this is all about um, computer properties and how you should be using computer properties instead of observers. Um, and I, I, I think what he's going to do is, is, you know, walk walk through. Here's a, here's a case where some people use observers. Here's a better way um, using computer properties. And uh, basically the, the entire time he's just going to have a big, uh, it's going to be like one slide. And it's just going to say never use observers. And he's just going to click between one slide and, and another color variant of that same slide and so on and so on. It's going to be great. Don't use observers. Tell your kids. Another talk from Igor Terzik, and he does uh, consulting. Uh, he's an Ember Data maintainer, and he's on the core team. So Ember Data 1.0 is here, and it's uh, and and that's super exciting. So I think this talk is going to be talking about all the things that needed to happen to get that release, and then uh, all of the things that the rest of the ecosystem had to do in order to get it ready. And then probably a good chunk of it is going to be d- dedicated to the uh, new standards that they're going to put in place uh, around the JSON API, which was shipped uh, recently as well. So I think it's just going to be talking about, you know, the state of the ecosystem and then how, how all of these things are going to fit together and where Ember data is, is going to head uh, now that we're, you know, we're past one. And uh, the last talk of the day is going to be from Chris C from Cardstack. So, so the keynote he's giving is going to be about card design. Um, and if you're not familiar with it, it's basically just like a tweet or a Google Now card. Um, it's the idea of these, you know, small summaries of information in a card format. Um, where all the data is kind of self-contained. Um, and he's going to be talking about how to make this basically cross-platform, cross-framework, and you know work between apps. Cool. So it seems like it's going to be a really interesting talk, and there's uh, some good videos and uh, some slides from previous talks. Um, so go check them out. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, yeah, that Wicked Good, Wicked Good Ember is going to be really awesome, and uh, I'm excited to see, see you all there. We'll be seeing a, you know, a handful of you, um, but if you didn't get the chance to go to Wicked Good this year, you know, keep an eye out for it next year and keep an eye out for the slides and presentations as they come up. Oh, yeah. And uh, one, one last thing. Uh, since we're going to be on the island, if you are at Wicked Good Ember, you should come and find us and grab a sticker and, uh, and chat with us about uh, kind of whatever you want. And that's all for this Ember Weekend. I'm Chase McCarthy. And I'm Jonathan Jackson. And we'll see you in Boston. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm super excited. What's another way to say this same sentiment? I'm so excited! You listeners from the future, uh, Wicked Good's gonna be in uh, two days. For us in the, here in the past, it's gonna be, um, I wanna say, on, on Monday, so like two days from now. Three days. It's gonna be three days. Wow. Alright, that's good stuff. That's good. It's good to know that we don't know how to deal with dates. We're programmers after all. Well, we're using date time or using time? Oh my god, I don't know. I don't know. That's actually a really good question. <laughs>